Welcome to North Liberty Library's Love, Light, and Lit, the podcast, a series of universal talks gently guided by open hearts and open minds. Listen to ignite the light in you and to appreciate the light in others. Hello, I'm Kelly with North Liberty Library, and I thank you for joining us today on Love, Light, and Lit, the podcast. You can also catch Love, Light, and Lit on Facebook Live every Monday at 12 noon central. Be sure to follow North Liberty Library on Facebook to get notifications. There are over 120,000 public libraries across the nation that use the Library of Congress's standard classification system. Patrons log into library catalogs and use search terms usually without a second glance at the words or phrases that populate in search returns. In 2014, students at Dartmouth College discovered that the Library of Congress search terms included outdated language to describe people of color, particularly damaging terminology related to undocumented immigrants. The movement that sprang forth headed up by Dartmouth Library and the college's co-fired collective, led to the Change the Subject initiative. What followed from that effort in 2014 ballooned into a legislative battle that reached the House of Representatives. Today's guest is here to talk about her experience with the Change the Subject initiative. Jalicia Jimenez is a library and media specialist at Elmwood Village Charter School in Buffalo, New York. Most of her childhood was spent lost in a book, and with Black Boys Read too, she hopes to inspire a future generation to fall in love with reading as much as she did. Jalicia has a bachelor's degree in secondary English education and a master's of science in library and information science. Jalicia was featured as a student in the University at Buffalo in the annual student profile newsletter for her work in the New York Public Library's Change the Subject project. She was awarded the 2022 Outstanding Librarian Award by Senator Sean Ryan for her commitment to progressive library practices and efforts to create a curriculum adhering to the diverse needs of her students. Jalicia is also a 2022 Excellence in Education Award finalist and graduate of Open Buffalo's Emerging Leaders Class of 2020. She enjoys finding ways to get involved in and around the Buffalo community. Today, Jalicia is going to share her work on the Change the Subject Initiative and why it's imperative for all citizens to recognize the importance of eliminating bias in our collective language. Welcome, Jalicia. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. It's so good to have you on. So tell us a bit about how your journey with the Change the Subject initiative began. So I was a graduate assistant in my final semester of my MLIS program at UB with the New York Public Library. And so they asked me to work with them on the Change the Subject project. And what they were doing was taking this and implementing it into their own library because unfortunately the filibuster in Congress 
did not lead to actual change. So they lost the bill that they had presented to change the subject headings. So as a result of that, a lot of these like larger public libraries decided to take it upon themselves to start changing the language in their systems. So me as a graduate student, what I did was I put together like a libguide that sort of explained the Change of Subject project. I created some lesson plans around it that were really grounded in identity and storytelling to sort of explain why it was important that we start implementing those changes. And I was a panelist on their documentary screening. And so the idea behind the doc screening was to really get people in our field to start taking this idea and implementing change in their own OPAC. Great. Yes. And, you know, I had a chance to watch the documentary. And also for our listeners, we will be putting the YouTube link for the documentary there. I encourage everyone to watch it. It really does break down how this initiative began and the many challenges it's faced since its initial launch. So I want to ask, as a Latina woman, have you had any personal experiences with search terms that further validate the importance of the Change the Subject initiative? So when I was meeting with other folks in the New York Public Library, some of which also identify as Latino, we talked a lot about identity, especially around the word Latino, Latina, and Latinx, mm-hmm. and how when you're like searching for something, right, you want to see your own identity reflected back when you're using these search terms, because it's more authentic to a group. So I think that as all these evolutions and progressions and changes are made to like all different sorts of ways that people identify and language, I think these subject headings are going to have to evolve with us, or else I think there's a barrier to access of information. Absolutely. Right, because we're not being authentically represented. Exactly. And I completely relate to that, especially as an African-American woman myself. I feel that, you know, even when you do Google searches, there's that unhealthy, outdated, biased language that comes in when you're Googling yourself, when you're Googling your diverse background. To see outdated terms in the search engines for someone who's seeking that information, it can be disheartening. With your platform and also with your experience with Change the Subject, has there ever been a time where you've had to help a patron navigate outdated search terms? All my patrons are my students. (laughs) So right now I teach kindergarten through sixth grade. Okay. But there is so much conversation about so many different ways that they feel represented. So we do talk a lot about search terms, how you can yield high results from Mm -hmm. using these engines. And so with that calls to question like, okay, well, Who created these rules? Who's in power? Who's sitting there at the computer delegating that these are the subject headings that we use for these terms? So I think that for my situation, it's a little bit different, but I love being able to like ignite these conversations with my students. And so they can start to be the ones that are like the students in the change of subject doc. Exactly. And I think that is the exact age group. My youngest is going into sixth grade and always has questions about everything. And that is really the age group where we need to be changing the subject, where we need to influence that change and that progression. Now, talking with your patrons is one conversation. Have you ever had conversations with fellow library professionals who aren't quite on board with change the subject? 
I think that especially because I'm so new to my field and very young, (laughs) I'm always a little bit surprised or I feel a little bit naive when I hear that not all librarians are on the same board because I think that although we're taught to be non-biased, we are a public-facing profession. It is our job to serve our patrons. And so I am very surprised when people aren't on board with changing the subject because if our job is to make information accessible to as many people as possible, why would you not pull from the very groups that authentically represent? the information that we're trying to make accessible in the first place. It's always eye-opening to see some of the bias that come from information specialists, people whose job is to provide access to all. But then when personal bias enters the conversation, initiatives like change the subject, get a blind eye turned to them. And that can be very, very challenging. Now, in your work as a library and media specialist, what can fellow library professionals who are on board with this initiative do to change the subject in their libraries. Of course, there is the national conversation, but what do we say to someone, for example, who works in a library like I work in? I work in a library that serves a little over 20,000 neighbors in a very small and rural community. How do small and rural community libraries, as well as urban librarians, change the subject right in their own backyard? I think there's a couple things you can do. I think if you have power over your cataloging system. It might be a lot of work, but you can go in and manually add or change some of the subject headings that you use to classify any information that you utilize. I think another thing, like for me, one thing I did was stop using the Dewey Decimal System in my library for my students. I categorize my topics in ways that I know will be way more accessible to my students. So you kind of have to put yourself in the shoes of the user or the Mm -hmm. patron and sort of like map their journey, both digitally and physically. And think about like, in what ways is my system going to be most beneficial to them? I like what you said about not using the Dewey Decimal System. Here at North Liberty Library, we use the BISAC system which I think makes our materials way more accessible to our users. We have noticed that there are still some underlying biases even within that system, but I think it's definitely a step above in providing access than Dewey Decimal has been. So those are great, great tips. Well, Jalicia, I thank you for joining us today. This was a quick conversation, but I think it really packed the punch. And I really want to ensure that our listeners find the Change the Subject documentary. It is absolutely worth your time to watch. It's a little under an hour. I watched it and you know I used that to kind of fuel this conversation today. Are there other ways that our listeners can learn more about you, your work, and the Change the subject initiative. There will also be links to the LibGuide that the New York Public Library and I put together with lots of different resources about how you can implement these changes in your own libraries Mm -hmm. and learn about how some of these larger systems with almost unlimited resources have implemented it into theirs. And so it's kind of like a guide that you can replicate and also just keep up with local activists in your community and see like in what ways these activists can be influential in your own libraries as well. Pull from the wealth of knowledge around you. 
I love that. We're going to end it right there. Pull from the wealth of knowledge around you. Absolutely. This is Kelly with North Liberty Library, and this has been Love, Light, and Lit, the podcast. Today, we talked with Jalicia Eminez about the Change the Subject initiative and its importance to information and library access. Do check the show notes from today's episode to find out more about her work and some of the links we've just mentioned. Also, please visit our website at northlibertylibrary.org for additional programming and services. Thanks for listening.